<laughs> oh man, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was. I love these surprise uh, weekday shows. These are good. <laughs> yeah. I know they're the best. I love it. Oh man! I come home hyped up. I'm still in my work clothes. I'm still pissed off from traffic. It's <laughs> oh, dude, that's the best part. <laughs> Fuck! I hate the world. I hate kids flushing things in toilets. You know, <laughs> nothing harder to ride through than a fucking plastic toy. Jesus Christ! Wow, really? Like, yeah, just stuck in the. Because the, the fucking plastic, they get, dude, they get fucking stuck in there, right? And you right. can't bring it out. You can't fucking get it out. Nothing's going to grab it and bring it out. And then you fucking can't get it to go forward because you just keep going past it. You know? So you got to fucking sit there and just try to chop it up until it goes through. Wow. That's why. I um took yeah. some of your plumbing advice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I had that drain in the bathroom. I think we talked about it a little. You gave some great plumbing advice um, and said to not use Drano because if you keep using Drano, you're just going to burn a hole in right whatever. Through. Yeah, right through the spot where it's clogged. And so <laughs> I was kind of jiggling our tubes underneath the sink. And the guy <laughs> who put it together, it's like, three different kind of um, PVC pipe things mm -hmm. and a very screwable kind of caps with little rubber stoppers in between them instead of, mm -hmm. I guess I've been noticing with the plumbing, they use the stoppers now instead of the paste. Is that right? Have you been noticing that? I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> what do you mean? Whatever. I, I don't know what paste you're talking about. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I remember. I, don't know what, I remember when I don't Dad know a rubber stopper. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I remember when Dad used to do the pipes. He'd put that stuff on there so it would seal it. Oh yeah, like the pipe dope. Yeah, pipe like dope. The, like yeah. for the threads. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy yep. had like PVC down there with like the PVC pipe screw things, and then like these rubber things in between. I don't know. It's all messed up. But I okay. Yeah, right. I don't know what it is. But anyways, I jiggled it and I un it broke off basically, and so the tube was separated and water was leaking through the sink finally, right through the drain that was clogged a little. And right. I got a little pot underneath it, and then I decided, all right, no more Drano. I'm fixing this drain yeah. i'm doing this and i got down there i got a little dirty i got stinky i got a whiff of what comes out of those things Oof, mike it's tough <laughs> yeah <laughs> i see what you do props um so uh. i'm working i'm getting dirty i got this gunk all over my hands and my face and um finally it's the worst smell dude Kitchen the smell the yeah the smell. smell is just unreal nobody believes me it's worse this is than bathroom toilet. sink and oh so you got like the spit heinous smell heinous yeah. yeah so yeah. finally the wad though i got some kind of hot water and i i was running through it and i was jiggling and i was prodding and finally that clunk came through mm -hmm. 
and all this mm-hmm. all the stuff came running through the pipe and I rinsed it through with some even, you know, hotter water and I just screwed it back together and the sink works great. Nice. Yeah, no more no Drano. No Drano, dude. Now you gotta you gotta get that uh green gobbler. Green that's right. Or the, the that's mushroom. The preventative, oh, that's pre- the preventative or the mushroom. You yeah, told me the mushroom, which would put you out yeah. of business, apparently. That is the mushroom's the key. <laughs> but the green gobbler you can pour in the drain to clean it out. Oh, all right. Green gobbler. I'm gonna keep that. Man, you don't know how much money you save, man. Roto Rooter charge you about five hundred bucks to do that. Yeah, really? I'm proud uh proud of myself. Saved, Felt man. good. Felt good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Plumbers are the fucking Plumbers are scam artists. I think all industries are scam artists, Mike. <laughs> yeah, one way, one way or another. Nah, plumbers are the worst. <laughs> So did we do uh did we do the monkey pox clip? Did I play that earlier? I don't remember. No, no clip. Oh, I got I got two. Oh yeah. Let's do monkey pox. Never let <coughs> never Should let me down this. with the clips. <laughs> monkey pox it is. <laughs> Should expect to see more reported cases of monkey pox in the weeks ahead. That's the message today from the CDC. So far, agency <laughs> officials say they've been... <laughs> Why? Why? Do you know who this I'm is, by the way? Whoa. This is CNBC, and this is uh, Shep Smith. You remember Shep Smith? <laughs> Shep, Shep Smith. Let me guess. Eyeliner, super thick. <laughs> How do you know, dude? Yeah. This is Shep Smith. Identified <laughs> just one confirmed case of monkeypox in the U.S., but there are four suspected cases. The World Health Organization reports it's detected about 200 confirmed or suspected cases across at least a dozen countries in Europe and North America. U.S. health experts insist anybody can catch monkeypox. But a top CDC official says many of the cases that officials are identifying globally right now appear to be among gay or bisexual men. (laughs) Change channel. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you lost him, Shep. I wonder what Tucker's talking about. <laughs> Actually, wait, uh, looks like, uh, what is that? Oh, yeah. Looks like the view is on. What are those ladies talking about here? Oh. Typical. Way better. I knew you'd than... feel that way about the shooting. Uh, all right. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> way better than the gay monkeys. <laughs> Dude, that is so funny. Yeah. Somebody reapplies Shep's eyeliner. This is <laughs> He's about to cry when he sees the ratings. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff, right? Monkey pot. Why would you open that with we expect to see more? You're like, "Dude, I couldn't wait to hear the count." And then he was like, "We've had one confirmed case." We have 330 million people. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? One case? One case. We also have one case of a kid who grew antlers. Does that mean we need to worry about antlers? Like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? That is an anomaly. It's a definition of a fucking anomaly in a population of 330 million. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, man. That's. Do you know what I mean? Like, we start putting things into perspective. 
Mike, does it get the, any more fear porn than that? No, Seriously, dude. dude. Two years, two years in, the average age of a COVID death is above the average life expectancy. Wow. So you died from COVID. You're welcome. Society gave you six months. Yes. Like, what, what do you mean? Dude, now one person, and then, tw- and then it turns out a week later, 12 fags have this thing? Dude, I don't <laughs> care. Literally, though, it, I don't that's care. where everyone turned off the... I was shocked at the uh, fact that nobody was talking about it. It's basically listen, just a non-conversation. Listen, gay, gay men, what do they compromise? They're, they're 1% of this population? Is that what they are? 2%? I'll give you 2% of the population, and you're talking 12 out of them have it? All right, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> like, I don't care. Well, that's why AIDS, remember AIDS, everyone was freaked out about it in the 80s, and then or when it hit the scene, and then... But, but even AIDS... But even AIDS, if it's killing only gay people... That's what I'm saying. Once it became apparent who it was really attacking, it kind of faded from the public view. It faded, but people still gave money to it. I would still give money to cure <laughs> right. AIDS, even though it's just gay people, because it kills a lot of gay people. But this right, didn't even right. kill a gay person. It only, it only gave 12 gay people bumps. Yeah. I mean, I don't care about that, right? Do you? No. No. Well, I don't even care about COVID, let alone this. Dude, one of the reasons, like, you know, you always told me, like, what are people talking about? You know what I mean? I go into everybody's home and everything. Like, nobody cares about monkeypox. Nobody really cares about these mass shootings. I hate to say it, but we've kind of become immune to this story. I was going to say earlier, I think we're immune to it. And also, I alluded to it earlier, or previous episode, wink. (laughs) (laughs) that's for the diehards that's right um you know i i feel like there's an element of let's take a look at the demographic of sandy hook versus the demographic of this texas school i don't even know the name of this elementary school actually now that i think about it well everybody knew sandy hook immediately Pretty interesting now that I think about it. Well, I mean, the name of the town is Uvalde. What's even more interesting, man, is they run right into the legislative beat and the talk. You know what I'm saying? And the Democrat talking points on that thing so fast, they skipped over the victims. Oh, nobody's talking about the victims. No. Dude, this is a chance to get Democrats back on track. Like, literally, it's so tr- it's so transparent yeah. that you guys are just dying for something to bring you back. And it's sad that you're using the death of these kids. And it's sad that this kid felt the need that he had to do this, man. We need to talk about... Listen, there is, no- <laughs> there is nothing Nancy Pelosi can do to <laughs> stop this. Oh, right? Mike, I think we're at CIA mind control point here. Maybe. To, honestly, it's this but, is wackadoo okay. stuff. It, I do agree. I, this one seems very conspiracy, conspiratorial. Well, but <clears throat> let's say it's just a random kid, because there are random kids shootings, not to mention the hundreds of kids that die every year in Chicago. From For sure. Definitely. What, what we need is to stop 
asking Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell to fix these problems. These are local community issues. You you need to fix these at the local level. Totally. Like yeah. this kid needed help. Yeah, I agree. Not from Nancy Pelosi. <coughs> yeah. Right. From a teacher, from a therapist, from parents. a parents. Well, here's the circumstances that led up. From what I understand, I could be way off base because everything is fresh still. So fresh, yeah. Very, um, there's a lot of. To, to be honest, we didn't even plan on doing this. We were doing this because of the George Floyd anniversary. Literally, which. <laughs> that was the plan. We basically then... skipped over for about 10 minutes at the first episode. That's yeah. <laughs> unreal. Because so... nobody. <sighs> you know yeah. what it feels like right now, as a little side? That the Democrats are so fucked and midterms are just a few months away. They. Yes. I think they're just shotgun spraying everything at yes. once. Just no, they're so. Dude, they're Just so de- dude, they're so desperate. Whatever, that, whatever wipes so it out. So desperate, Beto O'Rourke interrupts a fucking Greg <laughs> Abbott talking about the shooting, dude. Greg Abbott's not up there for a political. He's just yeah. addressing the community. Just the and sadness. You made of it a tragedy. political thing, right? You guys are fucking dying. It's so. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's so transparent, dude. Yeah. We see what you're doing, and it's not because you care about these kids. No, and it's not it's at disgusting. All. To a lot of people. So disgusting. Yeah. You're so phony. But let me tell you this. From what I understand about this, the incident, and I could be off or wrong, misinformed, but from, <laughs> from what I understand is he killed his grandma at his house. He left the house with these guns. I thought guns, she's still alive. Or he shot his grandma. Yeah, right. Either way. Grandma. He then yeah. was on a chase by the police, if I'm not misunderstood yes. here. The police yes. were chasing him. He crashes the car. He then yes. runs into a school, which I don't know what's up with this community, but where we grew up, schools lock their doors, and you have to get buzzed in if you're trying to enter them. That's what I don't understand. So this kid with these guns is able to break into the school, and hey, look, maybe he shot open. You know, Who knows? Who knows? But I was under the impression... <laughs> Like, 30 years ago when we were in school, schools were really secure no, dude, because I, of I school know shootings. So here we are 30 years later, and you're telling uh, me you could just waltz right into an elementary school uh, Craig, no, fully I'm, loaded? I'm, assu- I'm assuming you haven't been to a school in a while because you're not a pedophile. But, uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> let, let me tell you, because I, go, I, get, I get calls from schools all the time for plumbing. Right. They, they always have clogged urinals and, uh, or uh, drinking fountain problems. Okay. But... um. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Makes Dude, sense, actually. <laughs> one of the reasons nobody wants to go to them uh-huh. is because you could be working on the drinking fountain in the gymnasium, right? Right. And <laughs> you, you parked right outside the gymnasium door. And to go get, you, oh, fuck, I need, oh, fuck, I need my pipe cutter, right? Walk out the gymnasium door. Ah, oh, fuck, the door closed. Yeah. It's a fucking five-minute walk. Yes. All the way around. You got to get buzzed in again. They check your right. pass. Make sure, you're, make sure you're signed in. Thank you. Every time. Even if you've been five minutes, they know who you are. It doesn't matter. They check your ID. It happens right. every fucking time, dude. That's why, dude, we charge more because it takes more time. 
yes. it literally takes more time to work at schools because of the checking in and checking out and going through. Like so a lot of times, you can't even leave through the closest door. You have to go from that. Like there you, you know go. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, I totally. And so that's why I don't even know. Maybe because I'm always in the city. Right. No, like, no, no, no. I believe. And yeah, well, yeah. You're. Are you suggesting maybe because this is more of a rural? rural area area a little more but again community. that's why dude that's why i'm trying to say nancy pelosi can't solve this right sure like that's why this needs to be a communal thing yeah where you know get tighter security at schools <laughs> you know maybe it does work in chicago but it's not going to work there and you guys need something different well in those rural communities so that's my first kind of view of this scenario like okay it's kind of bizarre he was able to just go right into the school like and... right into a classroom yeah like that's a... crazy there's a lot of crazy elements of this also yeah. there's a police chase with a gunman happening uh yeah. I'll, I'll tell a mini aside story uh i was doing a delivery a weed delivery to a dispensary and i walk in and they hush they like rush me in to the door and there's a security guard and he says to me to hurry up and that um i can't leave <laughs> that's what he says i can't right. leave and he goes right. we're in lockdown there's an active shooter two blocks away Mm. I'm in a dispensary in just the city, and there's an active shooter situation a few blocks away, and I'm in lockdown in this dispensary. You're telling me Protected. they didn't. You're telling me Protected there's an, by an active, armed guard. active shooter in a police chase, and they did not lock down any schools in this area at all. No lockdowns, nothing. Well, that's the thing is, did they have the capacity to lock it down? Maybe I feel like most communities do this seems like a bigger community there's only like sixteen thousand people in the. oh community. really okay maybe that's a little yeah wrong. yeah <laughs> yeah dude that's a, yeah a small so there's no locking on the doors there's none of that this kid just goes in there that's a tragedy man because that's what everybody always talks about is like well you gotta have security guards and everything and i get and again that's great in chicago but in a community of 10,000 people, are, do you have enough people to hire as armed guards? You know what I mean? Like, everybody who's who's <laughs> good enough to be an armed guard is a cop or a sheriff. I like, get it, but I think you got one school in your little community. You could hire an electrician to come in and set up a little, like, uh, electronic locking system on your doors. Yeah, like, you know, uh, a lot, most of the schools have this, like, it's like a dead man area, you know, where, like, you walk in the front door and then it locks and you can't go, you literally can't leave or go into right. the building until somebody okay. buzzes you in so, or out. Well, then here's an idea, uh, people on the left and Democrats. You want a law so badly to help prevent these school shootings? How about we institute a law where every school in America needs to have this dead man zone? It doesn't work, though, because how many have been... They were let in on a side door. I know, but that, I'm just saying, no, but let's pass that law, and then no, we can no, appease no, no, the no, law Frank, That's, what I'm, trying, that's you know? what I'm trying to tell you, dude. Appease this is not the... about... There is no law. There is no law. There is no nothing. What this comes down to is, uh, is really a communal, a communal level and really getting together. 
Somebody knew this kid was fucked up. Yeah. You know? For sure. And if they didn't, that's the biggest crime of this whole thing. Yeah. Like, like we need to stop. We, we need to figure out what led us to this point. You nailed it with that line. For sure, though. Yeah. You know? I don't know. No, I, everybody, I, sa- I, I, I everybody think- says it. Oh, it's so sad. It's been since ten years since Sandy Hook, and nothing's happened. No, it's been sad. It's super. It's super sad. It's been ten years, and we never started looking at the real issue. Yeah, we're still just arguing over these talking points that might or that may or may not help you get elected. Like nobody's tackling the fact that maybe one of the biggest problems is that we've decided the federal government can solve all our problems, and that's why we're all so miserable. And then this kid grows up in a world of misery, right? Yeah. Maybe if we had more of a tight knit, smaller community, right, you would notice the people that are you know crying out for help. If neighbors were a little I, more neighborly. Do, Right. I think about it all the time, and I live in a city of three million people, and I can, if I want to, I could go days where I, I talked. I I'll go a week where I talk to less than a dozen people. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's sad. Yeah. Well, unless you live in a small community, Mike. That's why I want. I do want to live in a small community. Yeah, where you like only have twelve people in the neighborhood. <laughs> That's what you want, man. I want to know everybody around me. Yeah, it does sound yeah. kind of nice. I'm not gonna lie. And I get it that there's nothing stopping this kid, but you know, no one, no one is talking about that this kid shot his grandma. He lived with his grandparents. Like, where's his parents? Yeah, they never talk about where the parents like, are. Why is that never? Question. We never talk about the root causes of these. These, you know. I I don't know. I guarantee you this kid went online and he got some crazy ideas in his head and nobody really sat this kid down and talked to him about what the future could hold for him and just I don't, You know what I always you know what always stuck with me? No. Is is remember after Columbine? I'll never forget, dude. What was that bowling for Columbine? Yes, I do remember. Yeah. Michael Moore. Every, Dude, for years, everybody fucking criticized and ridiculed Marilyn Manson because those kids worshipped Marilyn Manson. And finally, Michael Moore has him in an interview, and he says, if you could say one thing to those kids, what would you say? And what was his answer? Nothing. I would listen. Wow. And that has stuck with me my entire life, that, like, when you have somebody, it's sometimes the best thing is just to listen. It's chilling. You know? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think he nailed it. Like, those kids, this kid didn't need somebody to tell him what was what. This kid needed somebody to listen. And it's a, it's a shame that, you know, that he got made fun of for wearing eyeliner and shit, you know? I don't know. Yeah, for sure. And... And why is nobody relating that back to the fact that, like, you guys are talking about all this transgender and fluid gender shit? You know Being what I mean? Accepting. Like, you you guys inclusion. are fucking confusing these kids, dude. This kid's probably watching porn. He's, he's not having sex, you know? And it's like. He's I don't confused. Know. He's lost. He's sad. He's depressed. He's got no one to talk to. 
He's it's almost like he's a fucking out. 18 year old man. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> gonna freak out. You, you know the number one thing I always I always love. Everybody's always like, "Why could you drink alcohol? You can't drink alcohol till you're 21, but you could join the army at 18." Yeah, because the army knows if they raise the age to 21, nobody would join. They right. need you when you're 18, because that's when they convince you of anything. Yeah. So this kid was just 18. That he was in the internet. Convinced. Convinced. It is sad, man. It's sad. Very sad. Well, and it's wild. It's, and it's sad. It has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with the guns didn't kill anybody, man. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Mike, guns I, I don't kill people. That. Alec Baldwin kills people. <laughs> never <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Never forget. Ah, you're right. Sorry, man. That was a drunk rant. Well, it's okay. We'll we'll calm the waters. We'll calm your nerves. Don't you worry, Mike. Daddy Klaus Schwab is here with the World oh, no. Economic Forum and the oh! Davos Group, and they're going. Dude, gonna, I think that's they're what gonna... they're trying to cover up, man. Is everybody with this dude, this new world order, world economic? Oh they're, yeah. They're saying everything out loud, and people are noticing. They're saying the quiet part out loud to your face, and then they're saying, "Did you hear what I said? Fuck you. We're gonna take all you own, <laughs> and you're gonna <laughs> yeah. and you're gonna like it." That's what they're saying. Well, here he is. Uh, Dr. Evil himself, Klaus Schwab. <laughs> Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. But two conditions are necessary. The first one is that we act all as stakeholders of larger communities, that we serve not our only self-interests, but we serve the community. That's what we call community. stakeholder responsibility. And second, that we collaborate. And this is the reason why you find many opportunities here during the meeting to engage into very action and impact-oriented <coughs> initiatives to make progress related to specific issues on the global agenda. <laughs> can, I, uh, can I say something? <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you the one reason I'm not scared? Why? Because... Everything you see about the World Economic Forum and the New World Order and all that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> they might have accents, but all these motherfuckers are speaking English. Yeah. Which, which, Hell yeah. Which, which means we're going to be all right. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. There's one thing I've observed in the world. If they're speaking your language... They're going to follow you. You know what I mean? Well, Mike, they're only speaking it because we're there. John Kerry! Yeah. Oh, you can God, run around man. the planet, and there isn't any country on the planet that isn't feeling and living the impacts of the climate crisis. Droughts, fires, mudslides, floods, storms with greater intensity that comes from the increase. By the way, pay attention. Um... I'm pretty sure John Kerry has the same speechwriter as uh, Kamala Harris. Moisture <laughs> coming from the ocean, which comes from the increased heat going into the ocean, 
because 90% of the warming of the planet goes into the ocean. He loves mm. the ocean. You apparently the love the ocean. There, <laughs> the chemistry changing factor. Just, <laughs> somebody get this guy to the ocean. <laughs> get this man to the ocean. He's a fish. John Kerry's a fish. We figured it out. You got to get him and Kanye, the gay fish. The gay fish. <laughs> than they have They're like fish sticks. <laughs> and you can't solve the problem of the oceans if you don't solve climate. You can't solve the problem of climate if you don't solve the ocean. The ocean! <laughs> John Kerry loves the ocean, dude. Loves it. But Mike, Man. this is all about climate change. They're going to take away all of our rights and freedoms because they need to save us from climate save change. Us. Do you think I'm making all this up? Do you think John Kerry's making this up? No. Tell me more about all of this Michael Evans from the Alibaba Group. We're developing, through technology, an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? Whoa. That's Where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker mm. stay tuned we don't have it operational yet but this is something that we're working on <laughs> jesus fucking christ fucking. dude these people are so evil and they're saying that shit like yeah, they're laughing or... and smiling about it dude <clears throat> it's unbelievable and i gotta tell you man like the scariest part is you said what you eat so you're gonna watch what i eat oh Oh, yes, of course. Mike, they're not just going to watch what you eat. Mike, they want to watch and censor what you say. Give it to me. Last yeah. clip from the World Economic Forum. Oh, Crazy God. lady. We are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're, we have increasing polarization everywhere. And everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online, you know, from uh, freedom of speech to the freedom. Spreech. She... <laughs> oh, wow. Freedom of our spreech. This lady's having a stroke from all her vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even say freedom of spreech. <laughs> spreech. To, you know, to be free from on online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity. What the oh. fuck? Do these people put words together that shouldn't be put together? It's ablib sentencing. What is child dignity? What? Yeah, what, what does it have to do with free speech? What, what are we talking about? She's talking about like, bullying. That's what she's talking what, about. But it makes why no Why did you even sense. bring up child? What is it? What, what do you guys... Just to be clear, this World Economic Forum, they're meeting in Davos uh, this year, uh, as they do every year, I believe, and it's head by Klaus Schwab, and he and all the leaders around the world are there. Trudeau is there. Macron is there. They're all... They're so good at the French. Oh, dude, dude you know, I, I just... Every time we do yeah. the podcast, I'm like, I hope we talk about something French so That's I can say Macron. <laughs> you also I, pronounce that store. Hermes. Uh, you say? Hermes. 
Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, right. It's not worth $1,200 a t-shirt when I say it. But when you say it, it almost makes me want to pay the money, you know? Yeah, man. there's a show i can't think of it right now it's not top chef i love top chef but it's another top chef show but they have a aaron uh he's one of the uh he's one of the judges typically on it and my my favorite part of aaron is uh he talks normal. He's always like judging stuff normal, but then all of a sudden, if someone puts like some avocado, or uh, his favorite, his favorite is like, oh, you know, he'll be like, oh, yeah, this is delicious. I really like that. Ad, the little addition you threw in there, some cilantro. You know, and it's like, okay, all right, dude. Achron, I know, I know, I get it. I get it. It's the same thing with dude. You pointed it out that lady on the view. Yeah, I can't. Now I can't unsee it. Yeah, they loved it. Oh my god, that was the funniest bit. That was the funniest video. You know when they were done in Costa Rica. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah, man, it's my favorite thing when. When the uh, the Latinx Latinx is, Latinx, uh, Latinx yeah. yeah when they um when they toss in the little accent and and the various little Spanish words that have naturally made their way into our English language. Beto is the king of yeah, it. Yeah, Beto. Beto. Yeah, man, I was down on the beach and then I decided <laughs> to get a burrito. Uh, <laughs> it was phenomenal. <laughs> Got some avocado on there, dude. Cilantro. That pico de gallo. And I was like, muchas gracias, bro. Just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> the señoritas were muy caliente. <laughs> Beto Rourke is just my bad uh, Keanu Reeves impression. That's all it is. <clears throat> dude. That's who he Dude, is in my mind. He is a failed Keanu. He's a Keanu Reeves with no talent. Yes. Yes, you nailed it right there. Dude, that is Keanu he's, Reeves. He's the John you know, Stamos okay. to Rob Lowe. That's if what he took, is. If you took the aliens from Space Jam and instead of <laughs> basketball talent, they just took the talent of an actor. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually a great movie plot idea. Yeah, dude. Like they had that like instead of a ball, they had like a glittering like golden globe. You know? <laughs> oh, like an Oscar. Come on, dude. <laughs> uh, so I thought the Oscars were dead after the slap. Yeah, that's, no, dude. Actually, they, they just were... have a black hand. A black. <laughs> like, glow, a glowing black hand, and like you know. Keanu Reeves touches it, loses all his talent, it goes into an alien, and then he, he, that's who he would turn into. So. <laughs> <laughs> he would then be he would then run for governor. In a race he knows he can't win. <laughs> In a race, he knows he can't win. <laughs> Starry. John Wick. <laughs> Keanu Reeves as 
Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> they killed my dog, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I am muy, muy upset. <laughs> oh, dude, you could do like a John Wick, with, but with Beto O'Rourke, and they kill the dog, but then he just puts through some failed gun legislation, and like nothing happens. <laughs> and, then, and then he doesn't get elected. <laughs> End of story. The movie's like, the movie's about 10 minutes long. $35 a ticket at the IMAX. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the lamest movie ever. Dude, I can't believe that guy ran for governor of Texas. It's unreal, man. Stacey Abrams, How... she's back to running too, man. A president of Earth? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta stop saying because everybody says I'm racist when I say it. But dude, president. that bitch can't even say Earth, and they made her the president of Earth. I never, I've never been to Earth. I don't know where that is, but that's how they're apparently... gonna say it, Mike. And uh, think of the future, man. The future's gonna say Earth. So Earth. It's funny to think of how the language probably will change going forward. I, I imagine it will get more mixed and probably, I mean, more stupefied I can oh it's getting imagine. stupid it is getting stupid dude <laughs> so it's gonna be fun to see yeah. the decline honestly we're definitely going to that idiocracy zone but oh we're headed yeah. there dude yeah do you think she's gonna win no she's doing terribly yeah of course she is she looks like a fucking water buffalo <laughs> all she does is fucking yell about goddamn fucking nothing that makes sense and she's talking she's yelling about voter supremacy more people are voting in georgia than ever before like you guys couldn't be more disconnected from reality you know i i actually think it's a bad play for either party to complain of uh about the voting situation uh regardless exactly. it's kind of like the basketball oh. player who goes up for the layup gets blocked and then they don't call it, and the play goes on, and he stands there complaining to the ref. Uh, well, you're missing the rest of the play. Frank, do you think our problem is, in politics, it's too many people that never played sports? <laughs> Actually, yes. Because... There's no team players. Because how many times as a kid, man, my whole life, my whole life, man, every time I lost, that coach would grab you, right? Right. Be like, you you got to go shake their hand. Tell them they did a good job. You got to eat the loss, you know? Right. Man, we just have a bunch of whiny babies. Yes. Actually, it's pretty shocking. I'm going to throw Trump in there, too. I, seriously, like, I'll put him on there. They, even if they cheated, even if the ref was against you, you fucking take it like a champion, right? Well, look, the Astros cheated their way to the World Series, and they won, and they got some consequences afterwards, but... Everybody cheats in baseball. That's a known Everybody fact. Everybody cheats in the world. Yeah. Dude. Well, I, but I love the sports analogies to this stuff. And uh, come back next year. Cheat yes. better. Be better. <laughs> yeah. Stacey Abrams, don't just complain that you lost. 
Dude, you lost. Well, be so winnable that you can't. The other team can't even cheat to beat you. Yeah, you're not likable. That's no. the problem. Yeah, you went around telling everybody who didn't agree with you, even the black people, that they're racist. <laughs> like what? That that doesn't resonate with people who, in Georgia, live in one of the a very diverse state. Yeah, dude, that's one of the most diverse states in the world. Yeah. Like, nobody realizes nobody else has this in the world. True. So, say, say what you want about us being racist and everything, but we all live in these real worlds where, you know, you know I go to black people's houses to work and black employees at my, at my workplace go to white, empl- you know, white people's houses to work and nobody cares, <laughs> right? Yeah. Nobody even thinks twice about it. Like, I don't that's... think the narrative works for Stacey Abrams which and, and the like, which is, oh, I I lost because the system is racist, so we need more mail-in voting because black people aren't able to go to the yes. polls. It's and, no and, different and, than Trump saying he lost because it's rigged. Yeah, you're both it's saying... It's the same bullshit. Just toughen up and, and win next time. Take the loss. Take when the, the ref loss. calls the false, uh calls the... Uh... Right. Calls the foul, right? Right. And then the, you just, you got to take it. Just keep, keep playing and, and come back in the next play. And you and might, and you might make the basket. Uh, They'll uh, like you more for it. If you keep complaining you... and you think you're getting fouled and you're just missing the plays, you're LeBron. You're crybaby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it Seriously, always goes dude. back to LeBron. <clears throat> <laughs> You know, there's a lot of evidence that Trump is just losing a lot of his steam. Yeah, I again, I I still believe from the get go that it's going to be DeSantis. Yeah, no, Trump is is kind of on his way out, and one of the reasons is nobody likes that crybaby. I, I I think that's the worst thing he the worst thing he ever did was claim this whole rig thing, and then he preached all this bullshit, and then right. that lost the Georgia senators. Yeah. And it's like, dude, just fucking. Well, you got to win like a champion and you have to lose like a champion. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Like, that's the one thing you're always taught is, is it, you know. I think that's what we lost, dude. Because neither side loses like a champion anymore. Hillary Clinton exactly. challenged that shit. Hillary challenged it for four years, and then Trump challenges it for four years. It's like, dude, can we just fucking, we just fucking, yes, no, accept we it. fucking impeach that guy twice. Like they, they you impeach him twice. Yeah, dude, give it up, give it up, dude. Ah, I really am sick of it. I would love to just see um a good sport. I guess yes. And I think that's an appeal that Ron DeSantis has. Yes. I, he has good, like, good sport appeal. You're right. <laughs> dude, he went into a race that he like nobody really thought he would win. He barely won. And then he just won over everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty wild. His ascension, it, it was improbable. And then now yes. he's, uh, I would argue, a national <clears throat> darling. Like, it, independence and on the right, 
I think people really appreciate that we had yes. a DeSantis during the COVID pandemic, and especially now, too, to to be totally honest, bring a little sanity into the conversation when it comes to the trans issues and, and all the other social nonsense and that everything we can deal with. The he handled COVID? Yeah. COVID you know what's really fun? You know what's really funny is like they kind of they're kind of like the same guy as uh, Pritzker. They really like the Democratic Party tried to make Pritzker kind of the DeSantis. Really? <laughs> yes. You should so see, like, weird. He well, I don't know if the party did, but he tried to kind of like you should see some of like the speeches he does and everything. Yeah. Dude, he's yeah okay. That's how I know he's he's failing is because you haven't seen his speeches. I, I have <laughs> seen I see nothing on Pritzker. Me ever. and you routinely play DeSantis clips. Yeah. And we all see DeSantis clips. Nobody gives a fuck about Pritzker because he's doing Democratic Party lines. I see him in Illinois because I'm in Illinois. But <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. dude, dude, there's nine Republicans running against Pritzker. Every single one of them, their whole their whole platform is fund the police. That's literally all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need, dude. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> I can't believe it, but we've talked about it. Like uh, the Repo- actually, the Republicans—they probably just throw a dart at the board and they're like, "Okay, in Illinois, we're gonna do defund the police, the and police. Uh, Colorado, <laughs> throw the dart. Oh, COVID mandates. Yes, yes. all right. Well, that's a winner." Like, I, I really think now there's just so many things. And then, okay, let's go uh, uh, dart throw uh, Florida. We're doing trans. All right. It's like there's just oh, so yeah. many topics. Texas, we got the border. That, yeah, and, dude. Uh... They seriously, like, went, the left went so hard on these bizarre extreme sides <clears throat> that I, I, don't, I don't think anybody you, you know what I don't left, think they re- extreme left is into it. Yeah, you know what I don't think the left realized? Trump talked extreme, but he really wasn't a far right. He like his policies were not far right. Right. <laughs> yes. Minus the tax cuts and everything for the corporations, he really wasn't. He was a pretty centrist guy. Uh, he was a Democrat before he ran Republican, actually. So that's why, like now, you guys did your policies, but they seem so extreme. Also, famously. He consulted, I believe, Bill Clinton about running. And Bill was the one who told him to run as a Republican. Really? Yes. That's why I've always believed that Trump well, was know, set up the, to... The Republicans, they got better looking chicks. <laughs> <laughs> they got bigger tits. <laughs> I'm the host. Edit that one and post. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it's true. Uh, The Clintons were buddies with Trump right before he ran, and I've always believed that he was set up as a patsy kind of uh, counter uh, mate or whatever, you know, someone that Clinton, Hillary believed that she would totally win against. Yeah, I think they did it, dude. And because I've been noticing that's like their whole game plan. Yeah. If you look around the board, like in Illinois, the people paying for these ads, dude, the Democrats, they're not running ads for their candidates. They're running ads for Republican candidates that they think they can beat. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, so yes. Yeah. They're trying to win these primaries for the Republican candidates right. that are like super extreme, right? Yeah. Bingo. So yeah. I that's what I think the Democrat strategy has been, which it was for twenty sixteen, and I it backfired. And Oh, it's gonna kill them this time <clears throat> even more. Yeah. I think it's no matter how extreme you try to make the right. Dude, at least you're not trying to turn my kid trans. You're not running on any values. You're not running on any ideas. And I just paid $137 to fill up my tank. <laughs> yeah, and, yes. And then on top of that, yeah, you're turning the kids into transsexuals and uh, I can't my fill son, up my tank. <laughs> my son thinks he's a chick. And I'm worried it's because I can't afford enough bacon. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, am I not giving this kid enough meat? Or like, I don't know what's going on. You know? And what happened to the formula thing? Is that still a thing? Or was it just like a weird <clears throat> non-news, but like they made it up to scare people? I think they made it up, dude, because then they tried to do the, that's, dude, that's why I wanted to talk to you today, all conspiracy, man, because the fly formula, it just turned out to be a really bad name that nobody cared about, and then you stopped hearing about it. This, this, like, this school shooter could not have happened at a better time. It's like they do, it's like Etch-A-Sketch moment, where uh, they introduce an element to just shake it up, and everything else that was there before is deleted and, and forgotten. Because they dude, everything failed. Ukraine, COVID, monkeypox, Afghanistan still in the news. <laughs> like, dude, start over. Run this fucking dude. Even the white supremacist shooter failed. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. I literally, I, I had a clip of Zelensky who spoke at the World Economic Forum. He spoke from Ukraine. Uh, Zelensky, who's that? Yeah, exactly. Well, it was so boring, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> All he talked about was how he needed harder sanctions on on Russia because so far none of the sanctions have actually happened. And and he needs billions of dollars more. And, and he needs more kickbacks to cover up the Hunter Biden yeah. scheme. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give ten to the big guy. And <laughs> you think these mooks are cheap? Uh, <laughs> mooks! You talking about Robbie Mook or... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. It's the truth, though. He was there. He spoke at it. He's part of the gang. The World Economic For Forum. Sure. The Great Reset. They're this doing it. This whole thing has been a scam, dude. I don't know well, how nobody sees we it. Alluded it uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, and... I think this is the truth. I think everyone turned it off. And they're freaking out. Yes. I think they're actually freaking yes. out because that's why they threw monkeypox out there. Yes. We listened to that clip. It sounded ridiculous. It it's sounded a like a comedy movie. Honestly, like Shepard Smith sounded like he sounded like he didn't want to read it almost like he was being forced at gunpoint almost to read those sent yeah. like it's really bizarre. And I I I just I've no I've been noticing all of this stuff seems really kind of bullshitty and i'm starting to feel like nobody's even paying attention and they are realizing it now and that's the problem yeah. what happens if if nobody paid pays attention well i think we end up just living our lives and that's what they don't want <laughs> they don't man and then they don't control you then they can't tell you what you need to buy to feel right to feel you know fulfilled and then you realize you don't need anything you know and 
Dude, that's why we're seeing only 20% with the masks. And that's why everybody's yes. pretty aware and not really talking about it, but it's obvious that this gas crisis, the price hike, is manufactured, and it's by our government, and they're doing it on purpose, in cahoots. Go take a, your, take a look at your gas stocks. I'm, pr- I'm sure they're the only things doing well right now. Probably doing pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably they are. I guarantee good. it. And there's a reason for that. And they're making a killing. This is all manufactured. It's it's bullshit. And I think people have woken up to it, and so they're like, okay, I'm going to turn off your fucking show, and I'm going to stop listening, and I'm going to stop watching and check out my Facebook. And I'm going to go check out Joe Rogan. Dude, our yeah. parents are listening to Joe Rogan. Yes, it's crazy. You guys have lost our parents. Yes, you lost the boomers. You lost the boomers. To dude. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Wow. Because, yeah, think about it. It's crazy. That's actually COVID, wild. COVID did it. Like, you guys fucked up. Yeah. You really fucked up that second lockdown and everything. You should have dropped it in 2021. Oh, man. And, dude, we, here we were. You like, should have followed DeSantis. <laughs> yeah. That's why DeSantis is going to win, because the whole country is looking at you like, why didn't you follow him? He had all the same numbers as you. Why didn't you follow him? Literally. You know? Yes. Because you guys are saying you didn't know. He knew. Why did he know? Oh, and you guys were making fun of him. They knew, man. And, oh, dude. Yeah. You know, the Brits, they're getting busted for partying during COVID lockdowns. Uh, poor Boris. <laughs> Boris! <laughs> I, I, I always say I can't wait to find the barber who cuts our dad Boris Johnson and Bernie Sanders. That guy. <laughs> All three of them. The hair looks exactly the same. Nails it. Nails it every time. The I just got out of bed haircut. That's <laughs> called the BBP. The, the, the Boris Bernie Pepino. It's the greatest haircut. <laughs> a gray messy haircut <laughs> boris has that uh wild blonde splash that he adds to it and he's styling he's gotta up. love it yeah, gotta, gotta love, love it. it boris you know he does it on purpose because he said it makes it look like he's been working hard <laughs> i love the theory i love the theory I, I use it at work. That's genius. That's absolutely ah, I, genius, dude. I fucking I untuck half my shirt, fucking put my ha- my hat halfway up, dirty my face, like oh god. Just makes you look like you're working hard. <laughs>
<laughs> Nobody will question you. It doesn't matter what you're doing. I really think I could rob Fort Knox if I just have the right clipboard and uniform. Like, you just walk fast, carry a clipboard. You're good. <laughs> 